Let's get right to our next guest, Tom Lydon, CEO of ETF Trends. Thank you, Tom, so much for being with us. So the first quarter is done, first down quarter in two years. Um, it certainly wasn't as bad as it could have been, because at one point we were going to be down 15%, right? So we are off the lows. That makes people feel a little better. But what now? What did you take away from the first quarter, and what is, are the flows and the statistics that you're seeing telling you going forward? Yeah, a couple of things, Nicole. It, it was a little bit scary for many investors and advisors over the course of the quarter. Um, almost 80% of advisors are split between the biggest concerns of geopolitical risk and inflation and rising interest rates. And you can actually see it when you look at the flows that we saw coming into ETFs in the first quarter or the lack thereof. Uh, at one point in time, we had negative flows or outflows with fixed income ETFs and still they're very, very tepid. The surprising factor, though, is consistently investors and advisors are buying the dips with large cap growth and large cap value. VOO, which is a Vanguard S&P ETF, has over $30 billion in, in, in flows coming in in the first quarter. But one other surprising factor is we've actually seen three times the amount of money coming into commodities-related ETFs in the first quarter than came in in all of 2021. So advisors and investors are leaning into trying to protect portfolios from rising inflation and interest rates and diversifying away from traditional stocks and bonds. Mm, I see. So I know that you're monitoring all the trends, which you just um, were speaking about to a certain extent. So I know you're watching political, geopolitical risk is something, downside risk here at home, market volatility. Are ETF flows, when you're looking at U.S. equities versus international equities or particular, I, I know you have commodities and fixed income, what are the specific flows really telling you and that investors can take away from that? Yeah, well, it, it was interesting um, before the tension that we saw <clears throat> over in Eastern Europe, there was actually more money going into uh, international stocks than were going into domestic stocks. And a part of that was because of the valuation. In, in many of the developed nations, the valuations of those stock markets were almost half of what we had in the US. So if you can buy good companies for 50% off, people were excited about it. Fast forward to the Ukrainian crisis, we saw a lot more tension and concern about areas like Europe and Asia with what was going on with Chinese stock listings. So U.S. stocks in the ETF world got caught up. People have that home country biases. U.S. stocks have outperformed international stocks for the last 10 years, and people are feeling more comfortable putting money in those areas, especially as money is going away from the, the ag, for example, and moving into areas like stocks that have high dividends or alternative income strategies that many investors and advisors hadn't spent a lot of time concentrating on in the past. Right. And so as I look here and I see that you have, you know, the volatility ETF, you have a story about Morgan Stanley getting into ETFs, um, your advice to investors at this point I know there's always like a, a lot of dollar cost averaging, so you can catch highs and lows in the market. But what's your your takeaway and your real advice to folks at this yeah. point? So, so in general, I, I think the idea is the ETF industry is not slowing down. 
when you have big companies like Dimensional Fund Advisors that convert over $45 billion of their mutual funds into ETFs, that's important. Capital Group and American funds are diving in feet first with um, their ETF launches. And as you point out, Morgan Stanley, for the first time, is going to start bringing ETFs to the market as well. People are concerned, especially now with everything that we've talked about, how are their mutual funds going to hold up? Uh, they're concerned about turnover and paying taxes at, at year end. I think ETFs have uh, stood the test of time. They continue to do what they're supposed to do. And more importantly, there are more choices for investors in these challenging times. Right. And, you know, thank you so much because I know ETFs are very popular and people love having the exposure to multiple trends, multiple stocks and names rather than just being in one where you might have some more risk involved. Tom Lydon, thank you. CEO of ETF Trends. Nice to see you, Tom. Thank you.